what is the password? <laughs> Thirst. Welcome to the people under the scares. Oh, that was you? I thought you added a new sound effect. I was like, what was that? Welcome to the People Under the Scares podcast. We will discuss everything scary, spooky, and disturbing in horror. This is Mike. And this is Bobby. And in today's episode, we will be doing Night of the Creeps. Now, I understand this is Black History Month and it's probably two black people in this film. So it won't be this one where we're um, going to be recognizing them in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I do have someone I want to honor for Black History Month. Yes, let's go. I would like to honor Bobby Torres with a Z, not an S. What? Because you are the heart and soul of this podcast and you make it very enjoyable. And Aww. I'm just glad that we're working together. Oh, God, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to cry. Um, He's a good man, Savannah. A good man. (laughs) Why are you doing this? Wow. Well, thank you, Mike. I wasn't expecting that, and it touched my heart. And um, yes, I know you like the mushy stuff. I don't, but I can't help it. Because I feel uncomfortable when people do this to me. I don't mind doing it to people, but when it's my turn, I'm just like, you stop. Like, don't pay me any attention. (laughs) Um, But thank you. I appreciate that. And obviously, I would like to honor you. So I'm going to throw it right back at you, my good friend, because obviously, um, I, me being a part of a podcast, and I'm sure I mentioned before, especially in our season finale and stuff. Um, I never thought it would be this special and, um, you inviting me on and just creating something this dope and just seeing people's reactions to us. And it's it's just a a, a great thing and a magical thing. And it's two black brothers, two black gay brothers doing their thing, Yes, which you don't see out there. It's also a special thing. And you are obviously a special thing. You make me laugh. You are, I would say, you, you said I'm the heart and stuff, but I think you are, honestly, because... What? You, you, create, you created this, <laughs> and you come off as hard, but you have a soft, mushy heart. If you wasn't a oh. Sagittarius, I would say you were a Cancer, because that's exactly no, what you is. Don't tell me that. <laughs> um, but you do have a heart, and um, you, I just want to thank you for, obviously, creating this podcast here and just creating a new world of adventures for us so i appreciate you keep doing your thing brother 
Okay, now that that is done, I feel like I'm going to vomit from all this. Okay. You'll be okay. Thank you. Thank you. You're um, before we get into the movie, real quick, we're going to each give you a movie that we have watched that we would recommend that you watch. Um, did you want to go first? Where would it go? Sure. Mine will be quick. So this, is, this isn't a movie, but this is a TV show. Um, I'm going to recommend for everybody that have not seen this yet, Lovecraft Country. Uh, is a perfect show to start now. Lovecraft Country is now on 2B TV. So if you <gasps> couldn't watch it on HBO or HBO Max, it's now on 2B TV for free. Yes, there is ads, but the show is worth it. Those ads, go get a snack, go use the bathroom, go get a drink, something. But the show is worth it. So if you haven't seen Lovecraft Country, you can watch it for free on Tubi TV. I promise you it's going to take you on a journey. It's a, a, a awesome show. I, it got canceled too soon. And um, I wish we got a second season. But yeah, that's my recommendation. Lovecraft Country. I agree. And I just bought this shit and it's free on Tubi. Well, uh, you have it to own. Well, okay, yeah. It's good to have. Okay, let me shut up. Mm-hmm. Um, that is an amazing show. They could take it off a of Tubi any. They could take it off a of Tubi anytime they want. They're probably going to take it off at the end of February. <laughs> I know that would be so fucked up. Even though I love Shutter, but I had beef with them around this time every year because they like they used to like I think last year and the year before they put on like People Under the Stairs and you know um, Sugar Hill. Like, all those uh, black, awesome movies, and they'll only be on there for the month, and then they'll take them right off. Like, just leave them on there if you if you can. You know, I'm not too sure if they have, like, a licensing type of thing, but, like, if y'all can, leave it on there. People want to watch and see those movies. They do. And there are plenty of people who need to be introduced to those movies. I hope mm-hmm. Death by Temptation. I hope that's still on there. It is. Okay. Make sure y'all watch Death by Temptation. But that is not my recommendation. Even though I recommend it. (laughs) And watch our, uh, no, listen to our episode on it too. It was a ride. That was a good episode. Yes, it was. It was. And we got to start using succubacy a little bit more. I feel like we forgot that word. We did. We don't use it as much anymore. So maybe when we cover like Jennifer's body or something, because that's like (laughs) another. (laughs) Did she? Mm. Succubus. Never mind. I was. I don't think she used her bussy. Can you refer? Uh, okay, let's. This will be for the after dark portion. Of well, this. the yeah, the actual meaning of bussy. I'm not gonna say it, but I first of all I hate that word so much. That, like I what, really, it it's just it's weird to me. I don't like it. The meaning. What word of do it, you like? Let's get into that. What word do you prefer? What are we talking about, Mike? <laughs> Instead of bussy, mm-hmm. what is your preferred word? I plead the fifth. Oh, oh yeah, we're going to discuss this afterwards because I want to know. <laughs> it's that. nothing. It's not that deep. I'm just not getting too deep on here because I, you know what? Before we started, we've been talking about airing too much of our business on this show, and y'all, I love for y'all to get to know me. I love it, you know, but. It's just certain things that just should just stay between you and I. I say, or just call me. it a hot, call it a hot pocket. Ill no, <laughs> hot pocket. <laughs> no, because then that sounds like that can be like 
infected and, disease. You know how when people say like you're burning or something, it's kind of like I just when I hear hot pocket, I just think of like really meaty, maybe a little cheese. Okay, maybe it doesn't make sense, but um, okay, gush. I don't know how I got onto this. Wet and gushy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why, why, why? All right, go ahead with your recommendation. <laughs> All right, my recommendation, I just saw this movie last week, maybe this past weekend. I'm recommending There's Something Wrong with the Children because there absolutely is something wrong with the fucking children in this world, and y'all going to start believing me. This is a movie that is on Amazon Prime. I think it's like $6.99 or something. And it was, it was, it was an entertaining watch, and um, obviously... I'm not spoiling it because the title gives it away. There is something wrong with these little fuckers. So I would suggest watching that. Um, yeah, I don't really have. Any, I don't want to spoil anything, so I don't want to say too much. But check out. There's something wrong with the children. Did you like it? I did like it. I did like it. Um, well, obviously, if you didn't, obviously you wouldn't recommend it if you didn't like it. Right. So, so, so I think this no. might be. <laughs> This reminds me of Barbarian in the sense that I hate decisions that people make. But other than that, I did mm. enjoy it. Other than that. Oh. I'll check it out. Um, it's not just you that was talking about this movie. I've seen a couple people talking about it on Twitter. So I said, you know what? Let me give this a, a try because a lot of people's talking about it and they say nothing but good things. So I'll check it out eventually. And it has Hopefully some drama and it's shady. It, it has some good moments in it. Um, but yes, those are our recommendations for you to go watch. Um, it's homework assignment. It's mandatory. Don't show up next week unless you've watched these. Although Lovecraft <laughs> Country is what, like 10 hours, but still. It is. You can, do you can it. take your time with it. Now, to get into this film Night of the Creeps. <laughs> The night of the formal is finally here. Oh, I got good news and bad news, girl. The good news is your dates are here. What's the bad news? They're dead. Night of the Creeps. They are a new breed of terror. You get into your mouth and you walk around while they incubate. Night of the Creeps. If you scream, you're dead. <laughs> Please don't sue me. Um, <laughs> not getting sued. I love that. Um, but here we are discussing the '80s B movie charming classic, Night of the Creeps, 1986, directed and written by Fred Drecker. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. And he is known for the movie House, House Two: The Second Story, which people don't talk about the villain in that one, but his voice is scary as fuck. He did House Two. He was a part of it. I don't remember what he did. Sorry, I didn't do that much research, y'all. Um, but I, I know I saw his. That, yes, that, that cowboy villain. Yes. Um, with the, I think he had like red hair. Stop. It was kind of reddish. He used to scare the shit out of me as a kid. Oh my god. Uh, also, Monster Squad ricochet with Denzel Washington. <laughs> Denzel. Yes. And uh, starring, we have Jason Lively, which, is he related to your girl from Gossip Girl? I was thinking that. I was like, is he related to uh, Blake Lively? Because, you know, Blake Lively is is also related to Robin Lively, who's also a teen witch. Teen witch. So I'm like, 
Are they related? I didn't do my research. Yes. I'm assuming they Super are. Super Sonic, idiotic. Super Sonic. Top that. She went off. She took that head off and she was like, let's go. <laughs> it's it's the the very last one. She walks away and then she jerks her shoulders and say, Top that. Top that. That's what makes me laugh. Um, so we have Jason Lively I thought, playing. I used to think that was Darlene from Roseanne when I was younger. Turn his mic off. It was I the can't. curly black hair hair. <laughs> and I was just like, nice to think that was Darlene. How like, okay. dare you? There are some similarities there. I was about to call her Darlene Tanner, but Tanner is not their last name, is it? No. <laughs> I don't remember them. There we Duh, the fucking movie. Oh, my God. The TV <laughs> show that's out. Darlene Connor. Actually, let me not say National Treasure. She was funny as fuck when she was younger, but she got annoyed as fuck the older she got on the show. But um, anywho, <laughs> Jason Lively is playing Chris Romero. Then we have Steve Marshall playing JC, who I what, which is short for James Carpenter. Mm. And we'll get into the the the, the name thing. Um, yes. I also thought he was a kind of a cute twink. Me too. Um, see, he was Jill Whitlow as Cynthia Cronenberg, who I thought was the the romantic interest of Jim Carrey in Once Bitten, but that is not her. That is not her. I feel like she will whoop. Cynthia's ass. Hands up. I don't know. At the end of this movie, Cynthia was pulling it together a little bit. He's my private property. Hands Hands up. Something like that. That's the original. Brandy um, and Monica. Yes. Yes. Brandy, girl, we got to talk. You stole this damn song. The boy is mine. I like how we both had that light bulb moment just go <laughs> off. Yo. Mm. Let me find out Brandy likes once bitten. And then she's not saying and say saying anything. Mm. Wow. And then yours well, I truly. I like Cynthia. Cynthia's cool. Um, she's definitely very 80s uh oh, yeah. love interest. But I did like her. Then we also have Tom Atkins as Ray or Detective Ray. Cameron. Now, mm-hmm. firstly, we know these last names, right? So Jason Lively as Chris Romero would be George Romero. Which then we have is funny because last week episode we covered Freak <sighs> Show, which is a George A. Romero film. Also, Tom Atkins was in that film, and he's Damn. in this film. And then also both of the titles that we cover are have creep in it. Creeps. I did notice that. How Damn, we should have made this a theme month. Fuck. Right. <laughs> we should have made. I, so <laughs> I did look when I noticed that. I was like, okay, there's a creep show too. And then there's a creep show three, even though, you know, whatever. But yeah. I was like, that could, this could have been the month of the creeps if I was thinking, but I wasn't thinking. Mm. Or at least Tom Atkins movies. But whatever. Then we have James Carpenter Hooper, JC. I'm trying so hard not to say Jay-Z. And uh, he's a mixture of John Carpenter and Toby Hooper. Then Cynthia Cronenberg is obviously David Cronenberg. Cronenberg. The body horror one that makes me want to vomit in damn near every movie. And then Ray Cameron would be James Cameron. Exactly. 
and it's not even just them. Um, some side characters. Oh, we got de- de- we got Detective Landis, also <gasps> John Landis. Mm. We have Sergeant Raimi, obviously Sam Raimi. Yes, Officer Craven, and al- also Who al- Officer Bava, Mario Bava. Mm. So there. So obviously, Fred Decker is. That's a how fan. you say his last name. He's a fan. I think it's Drecker. The... Is there a D R in there? In the front? I don't know. Drecker Decker. I think it's Decker. Freddie D. Freddie D is a fan. You know, he's showing his love for the horror genre. Um, he put some amazing uh horror writers and directors into his work, and that's why these characters have the last names of these iconic people. And I live yeah. honestly, I would probably do the same thing. It's something a fan probably would do, adding like the names or incorporating the names into their characters. Ooh, catch my breath. Okay, because I thought it was very strange because I never paid attention to the names when I was a kid when I saw this, and I was like Cronenberg. That is right. not a name I've really heard of. That was a huge giveaway, especially yeah. if you're watching this when she said, "Oh yeah, I'm you know." I'm Cynthia Cronenberg. I'm like, Cynthia girl, Cronenberg. That nobody's is the, yeah. last name is named Cronenberg, but the ones we know of. <laughs> um, like Cameron, sure. You know, maybe even Carpenter. Maybe even Carpenter. Romero, um, I can see, yeah. Yeah. Cooper, but, too? Yeah, I think Cronenberg is the only one I'd be like, mm. Yeah, that's a dead giveaway. I don't know, girl. I don't know. Is that your last name? <laughs> Oh, okay. So the plot (laughs) of the movie is really simple, and y'all know I love a simple 80s movie. Basically, there are slugs or some sort of extraterrestrial slugs that can turn you into zombies, and they are running amok through this college town. And that's it. Slithering amok. (laughs) Yeah, slithering, crawling, hopping, flying. They do all sorts of shit, which, (laughs) gross. Let's see the beginning. I forgot about this part. How this movie yes. opens with these little aliens with their little cute little butts. They're ugly as shit, but they got cute little butts. I thought they had a little cake. Honestly, when I was watching it, <laughs> they. <laughs> We're not going to be talking. About I that. I really did. I was watching, and I was like, oh, I didn't notice this before either. They had a little cake, and um, okay, so there's one who's running with this canister. He's being chased by two other cake holders, and it decides to shoot this fucking canister onto planet Earth because they look like fucking marshmallow um, Pepto Bismol aliens or some some big ass heads. Again, I forgot about this part in the movie, and I'm just like, okay, because I remember watching this movie all the time when I was little because this would run late at night every time on uh, Cinemax. I used to always mm. be able to watch it on Cinemax. And for some reason, I always called it, like, in the beginning, but not the beginning, beginning. Like, I always called it in the black and white part of the film, leading up to, you know, the present day moment. Um, but I always missed the alien part. So watching, it's like, I don't, did I, <laughs> what? I guess it makes sense for, you know, the slugs to somehow get onto Earth. And that, you know, it makes sense how that happens because, they're shot from the spaceship, you know, into planet Earth, and here we go. But I definitely forgot all about this. I was looking forward to it because I remembered that part. 
Um, doesn't make that much sense. I mean, I guess for the movie, sure. Um, but it's the 80s. It doesn't need to make sense. Okay. Y'all are obsessed with the shit making sense now. It doesn't need to make any fucking sense. Um, so this is, it is 1959. So we are, excuse me. Oh, I did have a question. Do you think the alien with the canister is like the good one in the situation or the bad one? I think. Like, is it trying to get rid of whatever the fuck this shit is so that they can't use it? Or is it trying to spread it? Okay. Yeah. I don't think he was purposely trying to spread it. I think he's just trying to take it and they're chasing him. He's trying to just get rid of it. So he just threw it off from this, you know, the spaceship and he just didn't care where it ended up. Now I am curious what happened to that alien. Like, did he catch up with him and kill him and blast them off or something? But, um, and what they were using it for, like, what's the meaning? Why do they have these things? What they're trying to do with it? Right. What's the experience? Like, why they're chasing the other alien to prevent him from, you know, like, what's the story behind this? Um, and the beauty of it is, even though we want to know that, we probably never will. Um, <clears throat> we do a time jump, and we're now, I believe, in the greatest year that we've ever experienced. Well, 1986, those of us who were born around that time. Wait, we forgot what happened. We didn't talk about the beginning, the black and white part. <clears throat> oh, shit. <laughs> See, this is why I need to look at my DNA. <laughs> you don't want to okay. confuse the folks, but um, we're still in 1959. We yeah, we're still in 1959, and it's black and white. Ooh, <laughs> I love this. I'm getting my life right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we're there, and you know, it, we're obviously in the black and white and it's in the 50s so the whole aesthetic in this part is actually pretty cool because it actually feels like i'm there uh so the set design is great the way they're talking oh he's so dreamy like it's just it's taking me (laughs) there (laughs) um but we get this guy he's throwing rocks pebbles and stuff at the this young lady's window she comes down they go on a date you know looking at the stars and stuff with everybody else in their car and Hooking up, it's the hookup spot that you always see in these older movies where everybody's mm-hmm. parked at like a cliff or some shit and getting pregnant or impregnating. So the song that they're playing <laughs> in this part, when in the moment they're in the car, they're playing um, Paul, I think Paul Anka, put your hand on my shoulder. And every mm-hmm. time I hear this song, I think of Doja Cat. <clears throat> oh my God. <laughs> All right, so guys, if you're a fan of Doja, Doja Cat, she used this song in the beginning of her of her music video, Streets. Mm. It's that song playing in the beginning, and then it transitioned into Streets, and it's such a perfect uh, mashup. So as soon as I heard this, I thought about Doja, and I had to play Streets. I paused it, and I was getting my life real quick. This is so disrespectful. How? <laughs> This is not a Happy Doja Black Cat original. Oh, well. Happy Black History you know Month. Doja Cat yes. is a black. <laughs> she used the song a part of. She used that song a part of her song, and it fits perfectly. So, if you guys haven't seen the Streets music video, check it out. Check out Streets. Yes. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the couple, they're there, you know, they're in whatever the car canoodling or some shit, and then they see like a falling star or something coming out of the sky. Now, this is also ironic because we did Creep Show last week, and the same thing happened with the Stephen King character. Yep. So we did it twice. I love this. <clears throat> and, you know, of course, when you see that, why not go drive and investigate? Right? Like, who who wouldn't go do that? Fucking idiots. Although, yeah, I think he encouraged and it. He starts the car, and he says, I vote for that one, and then goes after it. And I'm just like, what? maybe it's different back in the day but i do know today i think a lot of us have a, enough common sense to not do anything like that Mm-mm. we're back in the day i think it's oh like we didn't have that many scary movies and we probably don't watch a lot of tv and we probably don't hear anything about aliens like that so oh it's a shooting star let's see where it landed sure and i have to disagree <clears throat> have you seen people online they are obsessed with getting attention. So if they see a shooting star or some meteorite, something falling, they're You're gonna right. go and they're gonna record it. They're gonna so be, be foolish and then they ask gonna get infected with something and spread it around. That would be it. I can well, see never it. mind. People I, was are about dumb. To, I was about to come up with something, but I don't want nobody taking my uh idea, so Ooh. I won't say it. Yes, don't say it on here. No. But yes, it would definitely be on all on social media. For sure, because, because we're dumb. We're in a world of social media now where we have to record everything. And um, we do it for likes and comments and subscriptions and reviews and all that bullshit. Subscriptions? What are you talking about? YouTube, subscribe. Oh, okay. Like and subscribe. So <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about a, another platform that oh, had no. subscriptions. Um, oh, OnlyFans. Yes, which you can do anything. That too. It's not it's not just um adult work. You can do anything on OnlyFans. True, but it's mostly known for people spreading their cheeks and having fun. Which, yes. <laughs> yes. But if you want to just read some stories in the new well you don't even need to be naked. Just read some good old Dr. Seuss in like a a, a Bathing suit. I'm sure there'll be people who would still pay for that. (laughs) But how many people are actually doing it? Like, come on. Exactly. No one's doing it. So that means you have a corner on the market. So read and read it like Maya Angelou while you're at it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's get back. They go to investigate. I'm not going to try to attempt to do Maya Angelou. <clears throat> we love you. Happy Black History Month. <laughs> oh my God. I should have made that joke during this month. Okay. <sighs> no, it's fine. It was nothing offensive. Oh, shit. Green eggs and ham. Um. <laughs> That's all I remember from that. <laughs> Okay. Okay. All right. So they so they they part. The boyfriend decides to leave his girlfriend in the fucking car in the middle of the night in some random spot near the woods, and he goes to into the woods to go try to find this thing. And 
we hear over the radio. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They, <laughs> I'm sorry. We hear, hear over the <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. I got tears in my eyes. Okay. Continue. I'm so sorry. Oh Ooh. my god. Imagine reading that book. This this hoe got roaches, but in the Maya Angelou voice. <laughs> This hoe. <laughs> All right, let's move on, please. Like I can't. This. <laughs> this hoe has roaches. That sounded like Wishmaster. Never. <laughs> okay. Okay. So he leaves okay. the girlfriend in the car, and we hear over the radio. There's like an escaped violent patient from like uh what would you what do you call those places a um a little, 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 um like a, pla- a place for the criminally insane basically yeah so he's escaped he's a patient from a insane asylum and he's killed four people already i believe it was like orderlies or something so she's nervous because they're also like and he's probably in this area and she looks up oh, bitch it's the area that we're in right now so she's calling for her boyfriend i want to say biff but i know that's not his name um, I think it's Johnny. Yeah, that was really off. Yeah, you got Johnny. the most basic name from the fifties, Johnny. Biff. Johnny. But it's funny because Biff. They do make a Biff joke in this movie. Oh, well, okay, that's where I got it from. Then. <laughs> yeah. One of the Johnny. characters. Well, we get there when we get there. Johnny finds the canister, and he sees something like wiggling. On the inside, and he's trying to get a closer look, like a, ooh, like a fool, like a fool, and then it jumps into his mouth, and we also see that behind the girlfriend, the patient is walking up to her with an axe, and she's so and we get oblivious. The, yeah, she. I, I'm sorry, you need to get out the car at least so you can see what the hell's around you. But yeah. she didn't, and oh boy, chopped her. And that was the end of the opener. And I actually liked the opener. It was pretty different and interesting. It was creepy, too. Because you got, like, you don't know what we were playing with. So, in the beginning, we have these aliens. See, like, they're beefing with each other. And they send something off into Earth. And they come come to find out end up being these slugs inside this canister. So, we're dealing with that. And then we're also dealing with the slugs in the canister jumping into people's mouths. And now we're also dealing with a, a psychopath with an ex chopping people up. So it's just like there's a lot of things happening so far, and this is only the first five minutes of the film. Creature feature, sci-fi, slasher. Slasher. What else we got going on here? Let's see if we can figure any others out. Zombie, technically. Yeah. They're technically the, zombies. They're just not eating people. Night of the Creeps is actually how many genres is this course? Oh, okay. All right, so now we have a time jump. 1986. The best year I was, I was trying to say before, and then Bobby interrupted me because I skipped something. Um, but that's Sorry. because he wasn't born in 1986, and I think that's why he did that. Ooh, I was born in 1996. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, 86. This is the year you were born. Yes, nineteen 
a, a king. Six. A king was born. <laughs> <laughs> a scream king. <laughs> I can't. Okay, I can't even do it seriously. <laughs> uh, so we meet our main characters. We meet Chris. We meet JC, and we meet Cynthia, who is Chris's crush. Um, they are well. Chris wants to get her attention but he's too shy jc's the more like i'll go up to anybody i'll talk to anybody say whatever i gotta fucking say Mm -hmm. so he tries to get cynthia to go talk to him but um another biff oh brad that's his name brad because his license plate says bradster so you know the typical frat boy yeah i think she's with him she is. Well, I'm lying. This is a completely other fucking person that he's talk- she, they're talking to. Wait, who? Cynthia? It's not him at first. There's another guy. Someone who's oh, yeah, the one with character. the unibrow. Yes. And they call him Biff. I think JC calls him <laughs> Biff, which is fucking hilarious because obviously Back to the Future. Yes. <laughs> um, so they decide we need to join a fraternity in order to get this girl's attention. I I mean I guess that's one of the reasons people might join a frat. Yeah, I think so. That might be one of the reasons, right? They want brotherhood, networking. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. I would say this. This campus looks lit though, because coming from what we've seen in the 1950s, and then here you got like toilet paper everywhere. It looks like everybody's out there just having a good time conversing with each other drinking it just seemed like it's a nice environment for kids to just hang out and have fun in the 80s i wish i went to a school like they need to be doing their work it's the weekend don't be defaming my house with your damn toilet tissue well it's gonna get it's gonna get fucked up a little later on so you shouldn't have to worry about toilet tissue (laughs) (laughs) you got bigger damages to worry about my friend yeah, that's that's all on the way. Um, so the frat, I believe it's the betas. Uh, the leader of theirs is Brad, who is the guy that Cynthia is currently seeing, although I'm sure he's probably seeing others, which wasn't really mentioned, but you know, that's just how my mind works. And, and he is the literally the stereotypical and just the definition of a Brad. So when you yes. hear the name Brad in a movie, or just in general, you think of, obviously, Caucasian, for one. Two, maybe a douchebag. And three, like a bro. Ugh. Like, mm-hmm. bro, yeah, dude. Like, either Ugh. that or a very uppity, uh, trust fund type of character. that Hold me Bradley. Of my... Yeah. You do the voice perfectly. He would <laughs> so you be think of those type to... of... He'd be like Bradley if he was like one of them bougie people. Um, yeah. His voice I feel like this should have gone to the guy from Karate Kid, who is the villain, who's now in Cobra Kai. Mm, I just feel yeah. like he would have been a better fit for this role. He's already typecasted, so you might as well just throw him in there. Throw him in, yeah. I can see that. Uh, so they, the frat, they want Chris and JC to steal a corpse and leave it on a doorstep of another fraternity right and i who thinks of stuff like that though i don't know how y'all know what the fuck a corpse is being held at exactly if it's not the morgue it was so random 
And it's like, you're really going to do all of that just to get into this fraternity? And they ain't going to let your ass in anyway. Exactly. I remember watching Sorority Life and Fraternity Life on MTV. Uh, They were not nice. Okay. Ooh. (laughs) Wait, did you see Sorority Life? I see Surreal Life. (laughs) No. (laughs) This was about, it was an MTV show where they would go follow during like the pledging process at a a school. And then it would like, oh my God, record them as they're going through like, being through the now that I think about it, how long because you don't really find out child, my memory's so fucked up. They pick the people and then those people are basically going through the, the semester and they're following them. But there was one girl who got slapped on the show. I remember that distinctly. The girl said something about I don't want you to act like a slut or some shit like that. And then that other girl she called a slut slapped the shit out of her in front of everybody. The whole thing. And I was like, girl I'm very disappointed in you letting her do this, but that's it's completely irrelevant to what the fuck we're talking about. Um, <laughs> that's just letting you it know seems it's a dangerous, really, um, dangerous world. Reality TV is that is that reality television? Yes, is that what it is. Yes, it reality is. show. Okay, yeah, I don't know. I think I heard of it. I just never watched it because maybe it just didn't interest me or anything. Only the I cool kids really watched it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I was being trash watching Surreal Life with Brigitte <laughs> Nielsen and Flavor Flav. Foofy, foofy. foofy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so they end up finding a corpse in what looks, I'm sure it's a lab, but it looks like a command center from Power Rangers, but like a small version. It does. They see a corpse who should be dead or like decaying at the very least but it's like being preserved in like cryogenesis and, and the corpse is johnny it is johnny from the beginning it is and that was 26 or so i can't do the math 20 something years 20 something years later and the body's still mm-hmm. preserved now the question is who it seemed like nobody else knew about this. So who knew that this body was in there and why did they decide to keep it there? And, yeah, and how don't the, the cop know about it? He should at the very least know about it. Yeah, it was really strange. And this is like what made them take this body from one to a lab and then preserve it. Maybe when they found Johnny next to the canister, they probably were just like, oh well let's you know, but I would think that they would take him to a morgue first to maybe open him up and, you know, do the stuff they do to a court, you know, a dead body. Um, but it seemed like it was none of that. He didn't look like he had like, you know, scars or anything on him. It looked like he was just, they took him up, undressed him and it was just like, something's wrong with him. Just put him in this tank and there you go. I wonder if he was walking around. And acting mm. funny and maybe spread some slugs and then they kind of apprehended him or something. And they probably just kept it on a hush because it was a lot of slugs in that tank. And one got into his mouth. Maybe that's what happened. I, we don't know. And maybe something happened back in the day where they finally got rid of him and he was the last one that had something inside of him. So they decided to you know, keep him away, store him someplace safe quotation mark um 
and they knew this wasn't going to happen again because he's stored away and he's the only thing that has the sludge inside of him. Maybe they did like an x-ray and they seen it like squirming all through his body or something or in his brain. And they've been through this before. But now that it's out, it's starting all over again. But if that was the case, I just wish that they said that, you know, like mm-hmm. Tom Atkins character could be like, oh, this is happening all over again. This happened before. Nobody made meant like nobody mentioned this happened before. So I want to know what happened to the other slug. Because there was a bunch That's of That's a great there. point. I didn't even think of that. Mm. Yeah. So there's a little uh, uh, a plot hole there. But um, if they ever remake this, maybe they can fix it with that. This yes. is one of my I would love a remake to this. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um let's see. They release the corpse and it grabs JC's arm. And when I tell you they got the fuck up out of there, even him with his crutches and all, he was he damn near about to outrun <laughs> Right. <Chris. laughs> he was the fuck out. And the doctor that came in, have you ever seen the movie um Carpool? It was like with this um I think it's with Tom Arnold. And this dude, the doctor, and he, <laughs> this dude that we see here, he um carpools and he takes all these kids, and Tom Arnold end up uh holding <gasps> up and go at gunpoint, and they go on this whole adventure, okay, with all the kids inside the van. I now that you described it, I know I've seen this because I'm picturing yeah. it in my head. Yes. Yeah, I do he had two that. teenagers, and then the rest of them were like children. And one of them was Fro- uh, Froggy from the Little Rascals movie. <laughs> he was a pain I, in the ass. I'm gonna have to rewatch this because I'm getting more visuals in my head now. <laughs> and they had a breakout song. I wanna be sedated. Yes, they were singing it in there. There you go. Had to rejoin my old memory. We'll put. Thank you. You're welcome. But anyway, he was he played the dad in that movie, and I forgot that he was in this movie, and he ended up being a, a, a corpse. A walking corpse. <laughs> yes, because he, he sure enough got got. So he mm-hmm. goes back into the lab, and then the body, the body, the corpse spits a slug into his mouth. Now these <sighs> creatures are very <clears throat> I feel like these are the only slugs I can really think of that where they literally will sh- get shot into your mouth. Right. Versus them like sliding and slips, squirming to get up to it. Right. Like Slither was not them hopping, right? It was very mm-hmm. just like them trying to sliver their way up to your, I guess, any orifice, probably. Yeah. But um, these ones can basically fly. Now that I think about it, he spits one into his mouth, grows. But obviously, he still has slugs in, in his head. So now I'm thinking maybe everything I said not too long ago probably be like get rid of that. Maybe all the worms jumped inside of him. Went inside of him. Because That's when possible. we fast forward and when he, you know, when something happens to him, you see a bunch of them come out. Unless they just keep reproducing. And incubating inside the brain, and they just yes. keep making, you know, unless that happens. I feel like they make more than one in there because it seems like every single one of them has more than one fucking worm True. inside of their head. It's like one goes in, but then if they get shot in the head or they explode, a bunch of them come out. Yes, which is also different than other like slug yeah. shit we've seen. 
because it's like it's weird because I've seen moments where they'll sh- just spit one out. And then there's moments where their head just starts to like peel open and then a bunch of them fall out and then then course is just done. And then yeah. the slugs just decide, let me go find somebody else. Right. So that's a little bit different, but um we'll okay, like we'll it. get we'll get there. Um Oh, I, I'm glad you brought that up because that literally was my next note. Okay, so we can skip that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> next we get to Detective Cameron's dream. So Detective mm. Cameron is the officer who was in the beginning of the movie in 1959, which I forgot to mention. Forgive me. And um, he, I believe, was an ex of the girl who got chopped up. Yes. Because when he approached their car and he looked at her, he was like, oh, well, just make sure you go. You could just tell that there was something there with them. And then even Johnny was just like, do you know that cop? And she was just like, well, you know, like he used to or something. So clearly you, you could tell there was a relationship there. While watching this, though, did you think about Killer Clowns from Outer Space? Cause the feel in, of it, yes. In the beginning, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, what they're doing, they're in the car. Yes. A meteor goes over, right? The cop is the ex of the girl that yes. one of them is dating. So I'm and it's just a hook like, up spot. It's a hookup spot. Yeah. So I'm just like, hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of parallels. I definitely see that. Um, didn't the cop try to sacrifice himself at the end? Or did he? Who, Tom Hickens? He... No, in Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Didn't he sacrifice himself at the end of the movie? No, he just was caught up in all the... Um shit with them like he was fighting back with them but i don't think he sacrificed himself like he was still alive um let's see here so ray's dream he's dreaming of his ex apparently on the beach and then in the next part of his dream he's at the actual crime scene and he's witnessing the patient chop this girl up from behind it yeah and then the corpse turns around but the yeah. man turns around and then reveals that it's a corpse. Kind of freaky looking corpse. I actually kind of liked it. Scary. <clears throat> I like the scene a lot because the dream, he's just chilling on the beach and then he sees this girl in the water and she comes out. You can obviously tell that this is a reverse shot because when she comes out the water, her hair is dry as shit. It's not wet. And then when she starts twirling, it's like her dress spins a certain way where it should be spinning if it was mm. naturally turning. But it spins the opposite way, so you can clearly tell that this was reverse shot. But maybe it was meant to be that way. Um, but maybe not, because they did a lot of reverse shots in this. So, fun fact. So when the slugs, I said slugs, <coughs> when the slugs are inserting into another person's mouth, it's, a lot of them are reverse shots. So some of them, like the actors already have the slugs in their mouth, and they get like a clear vision uh, line, a wire. And then mm-hmm. they pull it out. And when they film it, they reverse it to make it seem like it's going in. It does look so, a little awkward now that you mention that. Whenever they're going yeah. in their mouth. Exactly. That's why it's either like really quick or it's kind of like a, a... Like it was one moment when Johnny, when his court spit it into the doctor's mouth. It didn't look like it went inside his mouth. It looked like it went sideways. Mm-hmm. Even though it's supposed to go inside the doctor's mouth. 
But in the beginning, it did look like it jumped into his mouth, but it was so quick. But when I was um listening to some of the commentary and stuff, they said one of the things they did was the clear fishing line, and they pulled it out and just reversed the shot to make it seem like it was going in. So in this scene right here, they're playing with the reverse trick again with her coming out the water and then the whole spinning thing, um, which is interesting. But what I also like is when he wakes up, he's seeing it well he doesn't wake up but he's still part of the dream but he's transported back to the scene where his ex-girlfriend is getting chopped up when we first see him he's holding her her chopped off arm yes and then we go back to the scene where the you know the guy is still chopping her up and then we go back to tom atkins he's holding a rifle so it's like switching and then he's also wearing the corsage like he's going to prom <laughs> which is weird i that, noticed that too i'm just like that's how dreams that? are they don't be making no damn sense none but i love this scene it was really creepy um that zombie was creepy because when he turned around it was a corpse i'm just like Ugh. i don't know now i want to see, of... see a movie of zombies but that don't eat people but they're just violent and it's like 1950 something and they're terrorizing a, a, a college town now i want to see that Hmm. And it would be great because it's in the 1950s, so you don't have the resources that we have today. So it'll make it a lot more difficult to get around and do things. So Ray gets a call from the crime scene at the lab, and one of the bodies is missing, the original body. So on the floor is the lab tech, uh, carpool man. The doctor. Yeah, carpool yes. man. <laughs> <laughs> He's on the floor. <laughs> And then we get a shot of, like, the feet of the corpse walking through the town. How can we, like, skip when he gets that call? And what is his iconic line? Thrill me? Tom Atkins. Yes. Every time he gets a call or he shows up in a scene, he says, thrill me. I love that. I don't know <laughs> something about that line that's just iconic. If you go to any horror convention or walk up to any horror fan and you just say, thrill me, they're going to know exactly where that line came from. Um, so, okay, so now a pivotal moment. Kind of pivotal. So we're at the sorority house, Cynthia's house. And one of the sisters, um, she's, at a, I guess, a biology major. And she needs a place to store some brains. Because, again, this is a normal thing. And she's like, okay, I'm going to put them in the basement. Because, you know, I need them for class, I guess, a few days from now. So we're just going to put these damn... <laughs> organs in the basement these brains because that makes sense um and then cynthia gets a scare as long as they're not up here because yeah that's gross and it's interesting too because that you have to pay attention because that plays a huge part in the ending of the movie yes and i don't think you think anything of it in the moment although it is kind of random and out of nowhere but it makes sense it is Human brains. Um, so we're getting a shot from the uh, perspective of somebody outside the house. And Johnny, or Zombie Johnny, scares the shit out of Cynthia at the window. And then this is the scene where I think we first see like the slugs coming out a different way. So his head starts to like split open. The Ugh. slugs come out and they scurry away. And he's smiling. Wait, when he when she opens the thing, he's there. He's smiling, and because he thinks his old girlfriend is there, that's I guess his last memory. So he finds his way back to this place where his old girlfriend used to be at. Because in the beginning, remember, 
He was throwing the mm-hmm. pebbles at the, the window. So he makes his way back there and he has like a rose or something in his hand. And he's trying to, like, he's smiling like, surprise! And he is at this point deteriorating. Like, his face looks zombified at this point. Like, it looks just grotesque and everything. Fucks and then, up. yeah. And Johnny was cute. <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember. I couldn't remember. He was a cutie. I was I was focused on JC the whole time. I'm faithful. So, you know, I wasn't going to be looking at... But Johnny came before JC. Uh, well, thrill me. And he didn't. <laughs> so... <laughs> now, right. D- Detective Cameron, a.k.a. Ray, gets another damn call. Now, the body that was missing shows up at the porch of the sorority house. And... It's fucked. The head is all fucked up. I'm sure people are thinking, what the fuck is this about? Who would do this? Blah, 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 blah. Next day, they're at school. The school stuff is kind of just like, and it's mostly like, uh, what's his name trying to get with Cynthia? And then um, they have this little um, discussion outside because um, Brad think that they, he, like he knew they went through with it, but he said they put the corpse on the wrong wrong uh, doorstep or yeah. something. Yeah, so he's like, y'all definitely not getting into the fraternity and stuff now. Blah 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 blah. And then um, Cynthia does the most corniest thing, but also really funny thing. So she and Brad have an argument, and she puts her hand into the fist. Right, she makes the fist, and then she uses her other hand. Like this, like a crank, like a handle, and she turns it, and then she slowly moves her middle finger up, mm. <laughs> like she's. T- and I'm just like, you know, it's so cheesy, but I actually like it, and I'm gonna start doing that. <laughs> okay, it's so not if we do- really important, but they obviously Brad and Cynthia seem like they're just not getting along at this point. So it gives, is it Chris? Yes. Oh, uh, oh, gives Chris pretty much the permission to now ask Cynthia out because he's seen that they, them two were arguing and fighting. So, and it makes sense. Cynthia is not feeling Brad because I think JC makes a comment and Brad trips a man with crutches. Yeah. <laughs> he trips him in front of everybody outside on the concrete. On the concrete, bitch, you couldn't wait till we get inside. Are you going to do this to I'm me? I'm sorry. Nothing personal. Ew. And also... I want to fight him. If the, <laughs> he, he didn't get his shit rocked. He did. If they do a remake of this, they can't do that middle finger thing. It's not oh, going to no. be realistic. No. And I really hope y'all wasn't arguing like that in the 80s. Because that is not <laughs> it. It's going to be straight Zeus Network if they do a remake of this. Not Zeus Network. <laughs> no, uh, let's see. I, I, I'll give it much more hope than that. <laughs> uh, oh, and uh, our main dudes, they get interrogated by the detective because mm-hmm. the janitor saw them. He snitched. It was like, yeah, I saw them in there and they ran up out of here. And um, so they running like banshees. 
And yes. then they had the janitor dude having a good fucking time. He kept mentioning, <laughs> screaming like banshees. And I'm just like, bro. He was tickled he was so by that. Just, he was. He was tickled, smiling, walking down the hallway, repeating it. And then Carpool Man, he pops around the corner Got, and he's um, a zombie. And he now attacks the janitor. Yeah, he did a whole leech woman right to him, right in his it, mouth. It did. They do look like leech woman leeches. Mm-hmm. But they're just quicker. Mm. Now, next we have a, like another development. So there's at some point there's a fucking cat that one of the sorority sisters lets in. Her cat is, you know, it's a cute little thing. Looks like Salem from Sabrina. And um but then the cat disappears at one point. And then the next time she hears it like um meowing or whatever at the fucking door. She picks the cat up after letting it in, and there's no fucking face on it. Not this. I was, no. like, I was like, is it alive or is a worm in it? I've seen a worm in it. Okay, I said I was confused. Well, I didn't see the slug in it, but I did. I did see a worm, like an actual worm. But I think I've seen an actual worm. But I think somehow a slug got inside of it, but it's probably in the body because the cat's brain is probably too small. Oh. Um, the slug, if you think about it, so maybe that's why it turned out looking like that. Um, because I guess again, our brains are much bigger than animal brains, obviously, so they can do whatever they want in our brain. But for uh, animals, I don't know how that works, or at least cats, because they're really fucking tiny. Yeah. Um. So, admittedly, I think I'd be. Not traumatized, but I'd really be like, okay, what the fuck is going on? This cat is still alive and acting like this. Um, now, the next part I thought was interesting because now Cynthia's like, I think the fucking zombie apocalypse is here, bitch. Something ain't right. And that's not normal for me to see the like romantic uh, interest be the one who's like th- catching on what the fuck is going on. And the main character's mm-hmm. like, no, that, no, that can't be. I think you might be right. crazy. Let me walk you home. All that shit. And uh, so Chris doesn't believe her. JC sees they're having a moment. So he goes to go take a shit in the school. <laughs> and then yeah. we see the janitor walk into the bathroom. <sighs> okay. Felt- so this was a sad scene. Yes. Because I know JC's your boo. He is. He's a good character. Don't get me wrong. He's a funny character. He, you could tell he's a good friend. And he's a very likable character. So when we see that he's, you know, in the, in the stall, minding his business, trying to do his business, and the janitor, he's now a zombie. His eyes just, like, roll to the back of his fucking head. He looks creepy as hell. And he goes inside the bathroom and to just drop. And then you just hear, like, something just like pop and then you just hear like the the fucking slugs moving and just oh my gosh and then you start to see them eventually my yeah. guy firstly i thought i would just assume someone just had is having a really major shit next to it because it sounded not sounding like that i never heard anything that sounded like that and i sat next to people before that and just <laughs> <laughs> And it don't sound like that. <laughs> oh, I wish I had a sound effect for this. I don't. <laughs> um, 
I, but but you do bring up a point. I think him, the disability he has, which makes it difficult for him to really, although not really difficult for him to get away fast because he was booking it earlier in the movie. But the the shock of what the fuck is going on, I, yeah, I kind of was like, I would like to see a main character in his position. Although, what was the werewolf movie with a uh, oh boy in the wheelchair? Oh, Silver Bullet. Yeah, so like something like it adds an extra like element to it where like I could just pick my ass up and just run real quick somewhere, whereas Mm -hmm. maybe some other people cannot do that. So they have to rely on other means. So I think that would be an interesting aspect. But he so he um, was thinking kind of quick on his feet. He was trying to get like matches, which I'm assuming means he smokes. Um, We never seen him smoke the ciggy though. Maybe maybe he does the weed. Maybe he rolls a blunt every now and then. Perhaps I, you know, I could see that he gives me weed. Same. He gives me, he gives me weed. Um, he reaches, he gets the matches, or he almost gets the matches, and then one of the slugs swiftly skirt. I can't think of the word. To, what the fuck they do? It's just they run, but they can't run. They don't got no fucking. Legs. I just say slither. They just slither. Slither. There That's we go. Exactly what they're doing. Yeah. They sl- it slithered real fast past him. He was like, ooh, ow, fuck. And I was like, bitch, that didn't even touch you, but okay. But that's the thing. That's so I, when I was young, I used to always think that, did it burn home? Like when they move in that quickly or maybe the sliminess on it, like is it like kind of like acid or something? Or because why would it when, it, when he made a mistake and touched it and he did it like it hurt him, like did it like how did it hurt him just by slithering that quickly? So I'm assuming maybe it has like some type of slimy coat that's painful. Mm. Maybe it's like I don't know. Maybe it burns Ugh. when it go inside your mouth. Maybe. Um, <laughs> I, I'm trying to think. Like if I see like a rat or something and I accidentally touch it, I probably would jump back like that. I don't know. JC ends up. Actually catching one with the matches and burns it, dies instantly. So he sees, okay, fire is their weakness. This is a grass type Pokemon. And um, but one of them slithers up his fucking pants leg. And I tell you, I would have Ugh. fucking lost it. And I was yeah. like, it's gonna go up his butt too, bitch. <laughs> or worse, maybe his oh. pee hole. I don't do that. Okay, so there is sounding, but those are not that wide and big. They probably can force themselves into it. Hmm. Imagine it just... Just kill me. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm going to be able to snatch your ass up before you can get up in that. So you might as well go in the butt because I'm not about to tolerate (laughs) the dick hole uh, penetration. (laughs) That is not for me. Um, too much information. <laughs> so obviously the thing goes up his pant leg and he's freaking out. He ends up hopping he out the damn stall without mm-hmm. his crutches and he just sees all the slugs slithering oh. all over the floor. And one of them is coming straight for his face and then we just cut to the next scene. And so, yeah, so I, I'm pretty much figuring he's done. Yeah, we know. Yeah. I think at this point, Chris and Cynthia are still walking. He's still walking her home. And then the detective shows up. 
and he overheard what they were talking about. After, yeah, because he drops Cynthia off, and then when Chris turns around, he overhears uh, Chris, and he talks to him, and he somehow brings Chris back to his place, and he ends up talking to him about uh, <laughs> the face. Um, he ends up, like, tr- he's just trying to get information, and then he ends up talking to him about what happened to him when he was a cop, and what happened to his ex-girlfriend, and stuff happened, what happened back in the day. He starts telling that story, and he also said that he buried the corpse of the guy that was chopping up his ex-girlfriend where the house mother's cottage is is where the corpse is laying underneath. Mm. Yes. So, so he shot him. That, he went rogue. He yeah. went vigilante, killed that man, yeah. and then buried him underneath the house. And then in the next scene, oh, I love this scene. Even though she was This whole tail, build up, first it. of all, was creepy. Like how he was building it up. And he keep calling him Spanky. Little rascal reference. Um, and the other one was Alfalfa, JC. Um, and <laughs> Chris was just like, okay, is there a point to this? Like, why are you telling me this story? And <laughs> Ray was just being dramatic because he was just like in the zone, just telling the story. And that's why Tom Atkins is just fucking amazing at everything he does because I believed it and he made it sound scary. And Chris was into it. And then when we cut to that scene, the house mother's cottage, and you know, the house mother's just sitting there watching Golden Girls or something. <laughs> She's not watching Golden Girls, but <laughs> she's there with a dog. A what if uh-huh. she was, though? That would have been everything. Yes. Everything. Um, And she hears a noise. And she looks like she's taking a nap, watching TV, as we do. And she's woken up by a sound underneath, coming from underneath her. And she's just sitting there, listening, and then eventually you just start seeing a blade of an X come up from underneath the, the tiles from the floor. And the dog is even freaking out, and she's just sit, still sitting there. Mike, why didn't she move? Unless she was, like, handicapped or something, she couldn't move. I can understand that maybe she's in shock. Mm. But you sat here and watched a whole fucking corpse come up from underneath the ground. And it, you had a lot of time to move. You had a lot of time she to did. get away. She had, and maybe she, she was like, and was I'm, watching the whole thing. It's my time. I've, I'm satisfied. <laughs> I've had enough. Or maybe she thought this was a dream or a nightmare. <laughs> she was just like, <laughs> Not the way that dog got up out of there. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> wait. That's not the same dog, is it? Is that the same dog later um, in the movie? Yep. <gasps> Okay, I didn't even notice that. Okay, so she gets chopped up. And I like this because it was kind of Return of Living Dead-ish, except it's using a weapon to kill somebody. So that means the worms went underneath there and got up in this thing, and up in the, 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 the axeman. But yeah, I'm confused. So did the... Well, never mind, because he probably would have noticed that the slugs got inside the X-Men before he put them in there. So, yeah, you're right. No. Maybe they did just travel down there. Yeah, because at this point, is that basement slugs connected been... to... 
I don't, I don't know if it's connected, but there's been so many slugs at this point slithering around right. the area, the property, that I'm at least one of them is probably going. Because it looks like they're looking for hosts anyway. So right. they, they decided to go up in the, in the dirt, I guess, to try to find some. I don't know why I didn't go in her ass first. But, I know. Um, <clears throat> the detective gets a call that they've caught the killer who killed the house mother. And he gets there and he sees the same exact corpse of the killer mm-hmm. from his dream. The whole same turnaround. The only difference, I noticed this corpse smirked at him, which was really creepy. It did. And that was creepy, too, because you, the cops are looking for it. Mm. And you, that scene, remember the cops like stop? Well, they drive past the court and then they stop. And then yes. the the driver looked shot, and then the corpse caught up to the fucking car and swung his axe, but they sped away really quick. That was so yes. scary. I'm like, oh my god, that was a good scene. That was, and, really I, and again, I was like, okay, this one it seems different. He's focused on, but you brought up something I didn't think about. They do still have some sort of memory, or at least muscle memory, because Johnny went back to the sorority house to the window to mess with Cynthia. And now this one, he was going around killing people with the axe. So, mm-hmm. hmm. I never caught that. Good catch. Good yeah, catch. There's still something there. There's still something there. Um, if you were the zombie yeah, brought back, up. what would you be doing? What would you be doing if you were the zombie being brought back? Um, sitting here doing a podcast with you. <laughs> I'll just sit here and just be like... <laughs> oh, God. You did a under the sky. <laughs> Sounding just like that. <laughs> um, so he gets there, he sees it, shoot, they, that shit gets shot up, and then we see the worms explode out. They don't but seem why to you be think concerned. He's, why do you think he smirked at him, though? Like, cause that was just strange. Cause he's like, I, I wonder if he recognized him. He, he must have. Because he said, I killed the- you once already. And then he looks at him and smirked. And then even Johnny, like you said, smirked at Cynthia, maybe thinking that was her. Mm-hmm. So he probably remembers him, or at least that moment. Maybe that's what he did—the moment where the uh, cops saw him or something earlier. Ooh, right. <clears throat> they blow his ass away. The worms explode and slither away, but they don't seem t- concerned at all. That I mean, I. Yes, I would. Ass- I would assume regular worms might be in somebody's body. That is, but of course, this is but not, not those. a person, and it's a fucking skeleton walking around. So that also should be disturbing, right? They don't find it odd that when they did that, all these worms come exploding out and slithering away really fast. I also would be freaking out that one's going to go up my pants. You know, you see, they mm. literally slithering right past them. I would be freaking out when it's going to go up like my pants or slither onto me. They were just sitting there chilling, still holding their position. Mm. I would have left this town by now. Um, oh, yeah. I need to drop my courses. Thank you. <laughs> and also be transferred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, now we get a, like a little montage scene everybody's getting ready to get to this dance so you have the the i guess the fraternity so dudes getting dressed the music in the background you have the girls the sorority getting dressed 
Um, and then we see worms slithering all over the place throughout the different shots. So they're obviously spreading around looking for hosts. And then Chris goes back to the dorm and he sees a tape recorder that shows you how old this movie is. A tape recorder and he wrote the note saying, listen. First of all, JC sounded hot as hell with his voice that he put on for this recorder because that was not him. I don't know. It was so much deeper. It was because obviously something's controlling him. But and I have mixed emotions because I felt like I felt like it sounded a little hot, but at the same time, I was too focused on being sad that he is gone. And him just like telling Chris like it's too late, you know, leaving instructions like I burned one. They don't like fire. And then just seeing Chris's reaction as he's listening and then also hearing the fucking screeching of these slugs. Yes. Oh my gosh. Like I, I wanted to cry. <laughs> and I did. So this is oh another thing. You want to cry a little bit more? He said, I love you, Chris. He, mm. he confessed his love for him. And in the beginning, there is some um, homoerotic scenes because as soon as we're introduced to them to when they're walking, he says something like, oh, like, such and such, such and such, they have sex more than we do. And you can take that as them two or just them in general as far as not hmm. getting girls. But when I hear we, they have more sex than we do, I'm thinking like, oh, y'all talking about each other? I think so. <laughs> I think yeah. JC was putting it on him. Because um, Chris seemed a little thick, so I think JC was putting me, in that word. Baby, on me, uh, I love that song in the video. All right, sorry. Kelly Rowland, we love her. Happy, happy, happy Black History Month. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now oh, this. Man. So he has this message, he listens to it, and then he goes running to the boiler room for some odd reason. And he sees that JC has, I guess in a way, sacrificed himself so that the worms don't spread around. Yeah. I don't get how he knew to check there, but okay. And you see the worms singed on the ground. Did he mention about being in the boiler room or something? It's possible. I was... I was focused on his voice, so it's very possible that he said that, and I just didn't hear it. Yeah. I don't remember, but I think so. Um, and by the time he got down there, it was too late. You see uh, JC laid out dead, and you see, like, dead, burnt-up slugs around him. So... <sighs> I'm trying to think about medically what these slugs do. So if it goes in your mouth, how does it... How do you die? And become like a the, because I've seen because it's like there's two versions almost. There's people who are already dead that they go inside of and then they can control, so they seem like zombies. But then there's people who are alive that they go inside of. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering is there a way to extract them from inside you? But if they start incubating your brain and more of them start yeah. popping up, like maybe they eat your. I don't know. Because JC said it. He said I can feel it. He said, I can feel it in my head. I can feel it in me. I can feel it in me. 
Shout oh. out to Nancy from the craft. Yes. I hope we have that on our list. Oh my god. Oh gosh, I can't wait to cover that movie. Mm. Ooh. But yeah, he said he can feel it inside his brain and yeah, maybe that's that's why it was uh, um, you know, affecting his speech as well because obviously brain. Um so maybe that's why he sounds that way as well cuz it's just, it's fucking with his his brain. And that was the other thing. The other one seemed more instant when they got when it went in their mouth. He still was conscious enough to be like, "Let me record. Let me record my last message to my the Let man me I get love." Get my crutches off the bathroom floor. Walk my way back to the room. Drop that off was the other thing. Reporter, he could walk. Find my way back to the exactly. He said, "I can walk by border. myself. I don't need the crutches. I can walk." So he was mm-hmm. walking around because of this worm, consciously knowing what's happening. But yeah. so it's like it kills you. Maybe it's like the face hugger thing. They're not necessarily dead. It's just the worms are gonna come out of them if they're alive or some right. shit. I gotta re- I gotta watch this a third time within the next two days. I need to look at some shit. Now I just started thinking of animorphs. Remember animorphs? And there was the slugs called the controller. No, they were called yurks. The slugs were called yurks, and if they go inside you through your ears or your mouth, you are being controlled by like this alien being. So this is similar to that, and they call them controllers. And but I think there is a way to get them out of you. And this one, I don't think there's a way to get them out of you, unless there is a way, and we just don't a know. Surgery? It they didn't play. Probably, maybe or freezing. Not even that. Maybe and then doing it. Yes, maybe if you like get stuck inside of. Well, I don't know because. They had Johnny in that incub- that tank, and I don't know, like the worm should have fucking came out then if it was cold, or maybe if you put him in a hot enough room. Yeah, like, I think he thawed out possibly by that point, and his body just yeah. started reacting. I mean, uh, JC, you'll be missed. You'll be missed. You will. Um. So you know, Chris is destroyed. Obviously, he's crying. His his top is now gone, and so he goes to Detective Cameron. <laughs> oh, you thought JC was the top? How sweet! I I know it. I know it. He gave me bottom T. No, I you know what? He gave so. me verse. He gave me verse T. I feel like they both flipped. Maybe I I could see that he did want to do whatever needed to be done for Chris. He wanted to make him happy. Yeah, they de- okay, they're definitely so- verse. I don't know about Chris. I, I, you know what? I can't go by looks and personality. That doesn't mean anything. What's this smirk on your face? I just had a vision in my head. Can we move on, please? <laughs> of Chris? You can gaze into the future. Let's oh, move on. <laughs> um, so Chris... Um, no. Brad is outside the sorority house drinking. Um, this is the oh, part specifically. Yeah. I thought the guy from Karate Kid would have been good because I didn't buy him being pissed off and drunk, this guy. So he throws his drink, calls her a bitch, and he sees a slug slither past him onto the grass. And he kneels down and see it. And then he sees a dog approaching him, which we love dogs. So if a dog approaches us as slow as this thing did, we probably would be like, oh, look at this. <laughs> So he asked mm-hmm. the dog if he saw it, and the dog 
spits a slug into his mouth. And that was another quick shot of it just going mm-hmm. in his mouth. Yeah, that's Ugh. one of the obvious ones, I think. Yeah. Has to be. So after this, do we get to the part when Cynthia is ready? Because the guys already had left, right? The guys already had left. They got on the bus. This is the point where they actually get on the bus. So after it goes in Brad's mouth, the guys get on the bus. And then I think zombie Brad shows up at the door knocking because he would normally probably do that from his memory. They look like they put a bunch of Elmer's glue on his face and just let it dry and then put some like (laughs) primer or something to give it extra shine. And then his eyes, I don't know. He just looked real creepy and disgusting. And I don't understand how the fuck Cynthia did not notice this. That's what I'm saying. She was looking down the whole time, but you had to look at him at least fucking once. When you walked outside to see before you, first of all, the girl who answered the door should have known. Right. She should have known by looking at him, something isn't right. And then she calls Cynthia to come down here. So Cynthia goes down and she breaks up with the zombie. And she doesn't even look at him in his face. It's almost it's it's the equivalent of breaking up with me on a post-it, bitch. You're yes. gonna look in my eyes when you break it up with me. Shout out um, to Carrie Bradshaw. Yes. Um <laughs> All right, so that moment when she's breaking up with him and he's behind her, the way these fucking slugs are just <laughs> coming out of his mouth. It looked like somebody's behind him and just like tossing them from one end to the other. <laughs> and it's making a noise like a like <laughs> It's like somebody just <laughs> it was so weird. <laughs> oh my god. And then noises, you don't hear that. Right. Like you don't think something's off? Like turn around. And she does last minute when Chris shows up. He's like, uh, Cynthia, get away from him. And then she turned around and he looks at her, and then that's when he gets the flamethrower and right. blast his ass. But I th- I think we skipped the part with the bus when it crashed. Yes, yeah, so the bus. Yeah crashes because the dog apparently can make plans and strategize (laughs) so it stands in front of the bus because it knows that people don't want to hit a dog so the bus driver Mm -hmm. swerves they crash they're all dead also the detective and chris are going to the police station because they're going to get a flamethrower and mr gremlins mr gremlins the neighbor from gremlins and then the one who was fighting the bat one in gremlins Uh, dick miller in there dick miller yes yep so he's going to give him a flamethrower, which I didn't even know were at police stations. So I don't know if this is a movie thing or not. Um, but he was like, okay, well, I'm going to need, you know, some sort of notification or documentation saying you could take this out. And, he, and the detective holds him up at gunpoint. Take it. Now, do we think a flamethrower is the best weapon for zombies or I guess slug zombies, whatever? I mean, at this fucking point, hell yeah. Uh, JC helped them out. JC saved them. He said fire is what kills them. So let's go get a fucking flamethrower. I will. F- I know they're not easy to get, but I will find somewhere where I will make my own version, or I will be like old lady from lighter. Yep, I'll be Boom. like the old lady from the mist. You know how she was lighting the motherfuckers <laughs> up. Inspiration. You miserable buzzard. Yep. I'll be just like her, and I'll have so many cans of <laughs> hairspray connected to my belt. <laughs> I will stay with a whole bunch of lighters. <laughs> Woo! Lighten them up. Let's go. Uh, Burn. Y- y- 
burn, baby, burn. Ooh, why did I pop in my head? Um, <laughs> so now the detective and Chris, obviously they're at the house. Chris is trying to save Cynthia from Brad. He flames him with flame so burns him with the flamethrower. And then the detective goes in the house. Now this scene, I was like, okay, something ain't right here. Cause so he arrives with the flamethrower, right? And then she has the shotgun in her hand by the time the other um frat bros who are now zombies are approaching slowly. Mm-hmm. And ooh, wait, fuck. I skipped the most one well, one of the iconic moments when the girls are asking about who's out there and then he's like, It's their just your dates or some shit. Oh yeah. So when they go inside, because the house is surrounded by all the dead boyfriends, you know, and um, he said, well, I got good news and bad news, girls. He said, the good news, your dates are here. The bad news is they're dead. Iconic <sighs> line. Like, come on. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so they're approaching Cynthia and Chris outside. She has a shotgun. He has a flamethrower. And then literally the next shot. She now has an entire flamethrower attached to her whole body. She's holding it, and he has the shotgun. And he's yelling at her to use the flamethrower, which she is too shocked. So I'm like, how you know the flamethrower kills them. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if this was a continuity issue or he just gave her the flamethrower, and we just didn't see that happen in the movie. But you should be, you know, the gun ain't doing shit. That the gun to me is almost worthless because it makes the worms come out even more. But so I think just that's the point. So that's so that's the goal because I feel like if you want to make sure that you got all of these worms, because that's the that's the plan. You shoot them, they explode, the worms come out. As they're coming out, set their asses on fire. So that way, when mm. they do come out, there's no way for them to go. Because you could burn them up right then and there. But what if they like explode? Because you burning the body up from the exterior. So when they eventually open up, they might crack open and they might some worms might be able to get out. So we rather pop open a body, make sure all the motherfuckers come out and let's burn on right then and there. So I do like that plan personally. And it makes it more fun. Like if it was a duo, if it was me and you, <laughs> rather that you got the flamethrower and I got the shotgun or vice versa, I would love if one of us just pop one open and I just start burning them or you do that. Like I, I think this is a I'll take flamethrower. Okay, and I'll just pop them open. Pop them. Yes. <laughs> I've always wanted to use one of those. This was a badass scene, though. I like when she was doing it. Like, I like that they were just getting them all together. And Cynthia, she was shocked at first, but then she started to get the hang of it. And I said, I mm-hmm. see you, girl, finally. So they're a good team. They're taking them all out in the yard. Detective is in the house. There are a few coming up in the house. Even one of the sisters ends up turning into one of them. So he, and then this is a nice shot. He gets up off the floor after struggling. He's just shooting, and then like the camera's following him in the close up. Oh, yeah, it's like so a just showing him around spinning them. around. Yeah, he had enough of this shit. But where and did the old girl go? that opened up the door, like in the beginning, she was the one that found the cat with the face all messed up. Yes. Same thing happens again. She looks at that door and she's like, oh God, not here, not this again. And she's walking to the door and one of the zombies start busting through. And I guess at some point when she falls to the ground, one gets in her because when they when we see her, she's transformed into a zombie. Mm-hmm. So, but I do love that Ooh, shot of uh, 
Ray just going in a circle, just shooting them, just going off. So now Chris and Cynthia are getting cornered at, I guess, the side of the house or some shit. And so their weapons, I guess, are becoming a little more faulty and it's not working as as good as they were. So then Cynthia's like, let's go in this little wooden shed right here, which is not really a shed. It's like a little storage thing on the side of the house. Zombies are busting up. We also see Zombie in. Biff. <gasps> Oh, that was yes. Zombie Biff with the unibrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> he was there. They had it coming. <laughs> had it coming. Um, <clears throat> she burns one that tries to get in, and then she gets snatched the fuck up out. <laughs> oh yeah, they was dragging. <laughs> this made me laugh because she got snatched up, and she's calling for Chris, and he's just taking his time trying to get a lawnmower <laughs> on. And low-key, it was enough time for one of them to spit a damn worm in her mouth or a slug in her mouth. (laughs) She was literally on top of it screaming. And it could have shot one in her mouth. And hes it was a good 10, 15 seconds of him trying to get a lawnmower started instead of going to pull her off. If Mm. it was JC, I'm sure he would have dropped that lawnmower real quick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. JC would have... I'm talking about Chris. If it was, if JC was the one being pulled and Chris was on the lawnmower, he would drop that lawnmower real quick to save JC because, I mean. You have to play up the damsel (laughs) thing. You can't just say, like, yell someone's name. You got to really play it up like you're helpless and just. She was. She was getting dragged away. Oh, Jean Grey on the cartoon. She was like, Scott. <laughs> you got to do it like that so they know you're really in trouble. He chops it up with the lawnmower, and then they notice the slugs are going in the basement. Mm. And this is when it comes full circle. So she's trying to figure out why the fuck are they going in the basement? And then she realizes that there are brains down there. Remember in the beginning of the movie, y'all, where the one one of the girls said they got human brains, and Cynthia said just put it in the basement. And that's where all the slugs are going. They're going, beating on those brains. I'm out. I'm sorry. It yeah. can have this town. I don't care. <laughs> um, I guess it'll spread, honestly. But look, I, I'm not doing that. So they go inside the house. They tell everybody to get out. They go into the basement. And Detective Cameron is in there. He has, he has like duct tape on his mouth, his mouth. Trying to get them to leave. And you see in the corner, it's just a big oh, mass of worms and covering the whole corner of the fucking basement. Squiggling oh around gosh. and shit. And... He even had some on him that was like falling off. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, just like make it stop. I don't know what I would do. I'm sorry. If I would have seen that, I would have been like, nope. I would have been out. I'm sorry. It's a college town. I mean... <laughs> There's not a lot of t- uh, permanent people here. Um, and then so the way they shot down. up, like when, yeah, mm. yeah. But who doesn't like a little slimy phallic? Uh, <laughs> I'm good. So you know, uh, Chris and Cynthia, are like, okay, bet I'm out. Bye. And the detective is pouring like gasoline and shit around. He, one of them jumps out. He catches it with his bare hand right in front of his mouth. G shit. Flings G-shit. it. G shit. He, 
he caught that joint real quick. Like, don't you think? Don't you think you're gonna do that, motherfucker? And just fling that shit. I am not Chris. You're not gonna be putting dicks in my mouth. Mm. (laughs) And uh... (laughs) (laughs) yo, okay. And so we get to the end of the countdown. Explosion. Now. I love this part. It was so cool because you got, so you see from uh, Ray's point of view, uh, he's saying he's counting down and then you got Cynthia and fucking Chris running out the house. I feel like they were just running super slow. And even on the commentary, like um, the actress who played Cynthia was just like, you were running slow on purpose. Like he was really running slow like that. She was trying to hurry up like it was actual explosion and he was running slow on purpose. And he said, well, I want it. And she was like, no, you were running fucking slow on purpose. Like, why? Um, it was a fun commentary. But I liked the going back and forth of them both counting down. And then when Chris finally gets out and he gets to one, he said, detective, thrill me. And then you see the fucking worms. They, like, shoot up like you're all going to attack yes. the detective. And then just an explosion. Ugh, so good. He could have been like a super zombie or something. Like, imagine they all went inside him or something. Well, which version did you watch? Did you watch the regular or the director's cut? Well, that's a good point. So we got to the end, y'all. But I don't know if y'all know, but clearly we both know. There are two endings to this movie. (gasps) So the first ending, the one... No, so this isn't the the original theatrical, I think, yeah. is the ending where they're all outside and everybody's congregating around the front of the house. And then the dog, which I completely fucking Stupid forgot Stupid dog. About. Fucking dog. This dog just walks up. It don't give a fuck. It just walks up in the middle of the crowd, simply right. bends down to pet it or something, and then it spits a fucking slug out. And that's the end of the theatrical yeah. version. Which I so we don't like, know if it got her or not. We don't know. I feel like it did, but it cuts, and then that's the end. And then the director's cut version. And yes, the the house exploded, but then we see a burned detective, uh, Ray. Tom Atkins coming out, charred up. He still got a cigarette in his fucking mouth. Walking out. He's a zombie. He falls. Burst open. Fucking slugs come out of his fucking dome. And then they all slither into the nearest cemetery. So you know what happens when all the fucking slugs go inside the cemetery. Cemetery guy. And then there's a light shining above the cemetery. And then a fucking uh, spaceship comes into frame. And yes. I guess it's looking for its the slug. You know, I guess it's looking for its, its uh, experiment. And that's how it ends. So, which one you prefer? Do you prefer the theatrical <sighs> or the director's cut? Mm. I, I like a, a, a cemetery because I just think of Return of the Living Dead automatically. Mm. And I was thinking, okay, this is a good setup for a sequel until the the spaceship came. Then that kind of ruined it for me. But I think it would have been perfect, yeah. honestly, if they just ended it with them going in the cemetery. Yeah. I feel like that yeah, they should have like left the spaceship out. They should have left the spaceship out. If it was just because that was good enough, just them going into the cemetery because you know what's going to happen because they're in the exactly. cemetery. But with the spaceship coming, it's just like, all right, nobody knows this big ass thing here. It, and then also, yes. it's like, 
if they do find the slugs, how are they going to capture them? So now are all the aliens going to just come down and it's just going to be them searching for the fucking slugs by and hand? Like, y'all think y'all going to find these things with a fucking flashlight from y'all shit? Exactly. Like. <laughs> stupid. I, so, stupid. so this reminds me. Obviously, it's in the 80s now, so they had a hard time finding <laughs> it. Because if this happened in the 50s and they still can't find these motherfuckers, they might as well just give it up. Hang it up, flat screen. Mm. Yeah, definitely the cemetery one. The other one's yeah. cool too, but I like the the ending with the cemetery. Even the music, like when it's leading mm-hmm. up and you see the pan up to like whatever cemetery sign, and then it just it gets more intense. I was like, oh, I want a sequel. I want a fucking sequel to this movie. Of course, it didn't happen. Um, but yeah, I like so it, and that was. Another reason I was wondering if the the one who threw the canister was good or bad, because why are they coming back to get the fucking slugs or experiments? You're right. Unless they could, I guess they could still be bad and be coming to try to get it to use it for something. Maybe they've been observing the whole movie. They probably have. I mean, aliens are known to watch us. Oh, let's not even, uh uh-uh, don't even. (laughs) (laughs) Without us knowing, so there's that. I don't mean to, I swear I felt aliens in my room last year. There was one specific night, and I remember, because I sleep with my, like, I can't have my head not be covered, so, like, half of my face is covered with the cover. I just remember being woken up and hearing something, it's almost like a dog, but it was very loud. It was breathing like, <laughs> and I felt like breath over my fucking face almost. Now, oh whether God. it's a, a dream I remember or you not, told me I this, but you know. didn't tell me all that. You just told me. I was awake. You, you heard something scurrying, like, but you didn't tell me, like, the breathing. Oh my gosh. That That's what, because the scurrying noise is one thing, but the breathing. It wasn't even like I felt breath. I felt the cover, like, pulsate on my face. It was almost like they felt me wake up and then rushed over and then was, like, almost making sure. But I was not opening my eye. I would have been a dead bitch. So what did you do? I didn't do shit. I just was awake. I just stood there or stood there, lied there for a few minutes. And then I just, you know, did a little quick, like, ooh, peeked out of the cover. From the cover, nothing was there. I I turned Golden Girls on, of course, and I was up. I was wide awake at that point. I would not be able to sleep. I would not I would be, be able to no. sleep. I shouldn't. We I would shouldn't even brought like, this up. Are you up? <laughs> Wake up! <laughs> now I'm gonna have a problem going to sleep tonight thinking about this. Ugh! And I know it was in a dream because I literally woke up. In the middle. Now, unless it was a Freddy Krueger dream within a dream shit, I don't know. I'm hoping that's what it was, because that is fucking scary. That's, that's I don't one remember. Of my, that's one of my fears. I, I can't imagine like having a cover on me, and then I, like something's like breathing and hovering. Woo! Mm-mm. <laughs> better than me. Mm-mm. And just sounding like that? Oh, no. I, if this is a gift, I don't want it. I don't want to wake up and f- see, hear <sighs> nothing. I want to be, whatever. I need to not think about this. Th- that is the end of yes. 
Night of the Creeps. <laughs> I know you're creeping me out now. Uh. That this is, of course, a recommendation from me. Um, uh, if you, I, I doubt y'all have not seen this movie, but if you haven't, definitely check it out. Um, I actually don't remember what streaming service it's on. Narama. I don't. You'll, think f- you'll be able to for find free. It. Yeah, I don't think it's anywhere for free, but you'll be able to find it. Like you can rent it for like two ninety nine, three ninety nine on like YouTube and all those platforms. Um, every now and then it'll pop up on Tubi. Um, I seen it on Tubi a couple of times last year. Um, but Tubi likes to get rid of their movies, give it like two months, and then it'll pop back up. So I'm sure this movie will probably be back here, back on Tubi, like in the next couple months, or maybe Amazon Prime. But definitely. I would recommend this movie as well. Um, this was always a fave. It's still just as good today. I still have so much fun with this movie. It's not long. And um, if you if you like aliens and slugs and zombies and even a little bit of slasher, like we mentioned in the beginning of this episode, it's all here. It's Romance. All here. Betrayal. Romance, comedy. Comedy. Cop like drama. It. Yes. Like, it's all here so i definitely would recommend night of the creeps and this is a perfect watch so what would we what would we uh rate this i mean i guess slugs i can't really think of oh um how come three and a half slugs three and a half slugs three and a half um i think i may because you know i love a I think if that scene with the the frat bro zombies, I would have loved it if it were a longer scene and we got more time of them like coming into the house and then all the sorority girls running around getting attacked left and right. Yeah. I would have loved that a little bit more. And then I would have gave it like a four and a half, four, four and a half. But you know, three and a half is good. It's entertaining. Okay. Um, I do agree with that. I do like them being attacked. Um, I also thought this should have been a well that scene should have been a little bit longer with the uh zombie boyfriends uh, you know taking the house and the girls i felt like that scene would have been all that but you know what i'm gonna be biased and just because of nostalgia i'm gonna give it a four i really enjoy this movie i can watch this i can see this being a comfort movie because you can literally put this on in the background and like still have a good time watching it you know and um being as though I've seen it so many times, I can tell what scenes is what, you know, which. And again, I love zombies slash aliens slash slug stuff, like stuff that just make me feel creeped out and, you know, just, uh, I don't know. I can't explain it. Anyway, yes, I'll give it four. It's a good watch. I would recommend. It's a good ass time. I love it. And the characters are amazing. And for any horror fan that loves, you know, Zombie shit, give Night of the Creep to watch. Agreed. Agreed. I my uh, my only other change is I would rather JC. Yes, JC be the Peter lead Bonham protagonist Boy. and not Chris. Mm. That would be my other thing. That, that was that should be a great remake. A remake should be JC surviving and everybody think it's gonna be Chris. They'll be Could JC. you imagine they do like a a, a what the fuck was that movie? Planet Terror, the from um, 
Quentin Tarantino, Robert right. Rodriguez. What the fuck yep. was that shit called? Yes, yeah, Grindhouse. Imagine he's able to make shift like a flamethrower with one of his crutches or something like she did with the gun in her leg. Yes. And, it, and he just lift. Yes. That would be so fucking dope. I would be here for it. So they need to make him an engineer student in the remake. So it makes sense. Yes. <laughs> that he'd be yeah. able to do yeah. that. <laughs> Yeah, but, this is um, one of the movies um, that I would like to see be remade. So if we ever do a part two, I'm not too sure if I had this on my list last year, but if we do a part two, um, I'm going to make sure that this is on here because certain movies I'll say is don't deserve to be remade, especially the ones we love so much. But even though I love this movie, it's so much that you can do with it today that it would, I, I feel like it would make a dope-ass remake. The things you mentioned with the makeshift, you know, crutch, um, flamethrower, and even changing it up a little bit, making JC the the final boy instead of Chris. Um, maybe make JC gay. You know, what I mean, maybe it don't have to be for real you know, a big thing, but maybe make him a gay final boy. He don't have to be like lusting over anybody, but he's gay. Um, Cynthia could probably be like the best friend, you know. So. I don't know. There's a lot you can do and play. And then we also don't have these type of zombies anymore. All our zombies now are like infected zombies. The affected type when they're just like raging and just fucking shit up. Right. Um, This type of zombie don't necessarily eat people or bite people. They just are, you know, affected with the slug and they're just going trying to affect others. They're trying to take over the fucking world by affecting each other. They may get violent but you can play with the story a little bit more because also, like we mentioned, that um, these people, even though they're infected with these slugs, they still have muscle memory, so they can play off of how that person used to be. So if you have a violent person, mm. maybe the slug can react to that and make that person even more violent. Or maybe they play okay. on, all, on all of our... Um, I guess memories. Our, our memories where and the bad ones, like not the good ones, like the bad ones, the ones that make us angry and rage. So maybe if I was the type of person that would probably chop somebody's head off, maybe I should be the one building the fucking axe. You know what I mean? Maybe that's something that was lingering in my head. So the slug is going to play with that. And that's going to be the type of thing I'll be doing to people. So I don't know. I like maybe that. they can do something like that. I like that. And they can make the aliens a little more intentional. Maybe they did do this on purpose instead of like one just deciding to shoot the shit down here. Maybe they intentionally sent the shit down here for a reason. Yeah. I guess to see humans, how it would, re how we would react and how it would work to get, how would we, how would they take over an entire up. race on a planet? Well, every th race on the planet, every animal. Exactly. Yeah. They do. Mm. Yep, they purposely put it on Earth saying you humans is already fucking it up. So this is going to speed up the process. Here you go. Let's go. This is another vegetarian agenda. I don't think the slugs will go after plant life. It literally well, will be only will be going after mammals, maybe sea creatures, maybe. I don't know how they work in Anything water. with a brain, because obviously it's attracted to True. brains. So anything with a brain. Yeah, so mammals, animals. gone. I think mm -hmm. plants. Maybe it's stupid. I don't know if plants have brains or not. Um, <laughs> no, they don't. No. I'm fascinated by the plants that like eat, though. Like a Venus flytrap, bitch. Why? Mm -hmm. There's another one I saw where it looks like a, a big ass jaw, 
and it has like a sweetness on the inside of the lid and like insects and even like mice and shit they'll go and try uh, to like lick on it and then they'll slide down they'll slide and in, then they yeah, just get tired in. from trying to get out and then the plant just digests it breaks it down and digests yeah. them that should not exist okay <laughs> it's in the family what? with the venus fly trap isn't the same family as that one i used to own a venus fly trap i got like a small, i thought it was cool i did so quick story i bought like a little cheap one from this like plant uh store near my job a long time ago and it was in this little pot and it wasn't catching capturing the flies like i wanted it to so i caught the flies for it so i would like knock one out mom telling the story i'm so sorry i would knock a fly out we're still alive and then i would like pick it up and put it on top of the venus fly trap and you would see the venus fly trap just doing this just like Folding it oh up. Oh my god, you it's like and fucking kinda, little shop of horrors. I want to see how it worked. And it stayed closed for a very long time. And when it finally opened up, it was just like the exoskeleton of it. Like it was just like just remains. Like just like you see the wings and that was it. It's like it ate everything. Like it just slowly That's absorbed gross. what was in that fly. I loved it. See, I love science, so I was fascinated. So, guys, I don't hurt animals. I love animals. Insects, I don't really get along with. But this is science, and I was just curious to see how it worked. We've all been there. I've tossed an ant on a spider web here and there when I was a child. Oh, yeah. Me too. Caterpillars. I threw one of those little gray roly-polies roly on a spider web before. Does that count? You know when they say psycho children killing animals is a sign for something? Do you think bugs count? I don't think that counts. Okay. I don't think so because technically they're not we're a protected not class. Them. Okay. We're good. <laughs> we're fine. Technically, we're not killing them, okay? We're just helping. <laughs> we're jigsaw. <laughs> Put them in situations. <laughs> now get all this shit. I did that with the lanternfly, too. Because I hate those fucking things. Remember I told you, told you about the lanternflies? I had a spider web on my patio, and I knocked one down because one hit me on my fucking head. So I said, all right, bitch, I got something for you. So I took the lanternfly because it was still alive, and I picked it up, and I threw it on the web, and the spider went on that jaw so quick, and I was just like, yes, bitch, Ooh. get it. Fuck with me. God. Spiders come in handy. People scared of spiders. I'm I'm scared of them, but those outdoor ones, they can stay out there and capture all the bugs. It depends what they look like. If I'm scared of the one of the skinny but big ones that are like black, yellow, green, like mm -mm. Oh yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> Actually, fuck all the bugs. I don't want none of them. None of them nearby. Okay. Um, we've reached the end <laughs> yes. of this episode. Um, you want to take us out? Say where they could find us and all that Shiite. Short thing, short thing. Well, guys, thank you again for listening to us, the people under the scares. I'm Bobby, and this is Mike here as well. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter, people underscore scares. Um, I said Instagram, right? Yeah, Twitter and Instagram, mm -hmm. people underscore scares. Um, Michael here at Thackeray Banks 86 on Twitter and Instagram. Bobby Torres with a Z, not an S on Twitter and Instagram. And we talk a lot of shit on there. We talk about movies. We talk with each other. We talk to you guys. We just have a good ass time. Don't forget to rate us five stars on podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, and also Spotify. Give us an awesome review on Apple Podcasts. And um, that would be it. I think, yeah, that's all I yeah. have. 
<laughs> Thank you, Bobby, for that oh, outro for the episode. <laughs> and you can all catch us on the next episode. <laughs> next Monday for the next episode, which will be Worst Dates in Horror. Yes. This is Have a great fun. evening. <laughs> Goodbye. Stop. <laughs> <laughs>